Recording, recording. Recording. Oh, except, yeah, we won't. We'll, uh, that's all right. We'll come in cold. Yep, there we go. Chummed. Cute. <laughs> oh, you can see the show wall in the background. That's funny. Hilarious. Oh. We have a show wall. I know. How about that? All right, starting now. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> What's happening? Welcome back, Mrs. Ryan. Welcome hello, back. hello, 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 everybody. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, aren't we just the cutest? Welcome back. Hello, everybody. Today is Monday, June 11th. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Hi, Mrs. Ryan. Hello, hello. I How like you the doing? The ring today? of that. Oh, you know, great. You, you like the what of that? The ring of good evening. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's a habit there. I'm just uh, <laughs> I got old a flashback memory on Facebook that was of the me with the box cassette of your old video. It was really cute. Oh, from the high school show. Yeah. Yeah, the old high school show. It's <laughs> funny. We should, yeah, the video, the box, I think, was just made up of a, a, a newspaper article. You know what I mean? Like, whatever that was, yeah. it was the picture and then the tag on the front. And then I think the back was just the, uh, whatever the article was, if it's I recall. It's adorable. It's such a cute picture of you. And it's black and white on blue paper, like these cards. And it's just, <laughs> uh, I love it. That's funny. Uh, well, we are here today with uh, our guest is Vincent Martella, who will be in here in just a few minutes. But we have a bunch of stuff to cover first, don't we, Mrs. Ryan? We do. What day is it? Oh, did I not do that already? Today is Monday, so. June 11th. No, I definitely did oh, that. Oh, yeah. sorry. Then that's me. And then you said something about it having a nice ring to it. Good evening. You're right. I, I'm <laughs> wrong. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll just check in over here. Who's okay. still chumming, chumming along, chumming along. Good girl. Uh, all right. Well. Hellos aside, we had a wonderful – well, I, I, I think we had a wonderful weekend. Do you think we had a wonderful weekend? I concur. Weekend? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> it almost got awkward for a variety of different reasons. Um, <laughs> we made a video. We'll just play it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Awesome. So for right now, roll it, Hal. I, uh, I say roll it, Hal. <laughs>
There you go, Mrs. Ryan. That's fantastic. <laughs> You're fantastic. Oh, oh, look at you emotional. I love that. I, oh, yeah, I do. I get emotional when I watch those. I always, I always get to the Breakfast Club part, and every time I'm like, that was the best Breakfast Club. But it's every week it's the best one because <laughs> everyone's so awesome. <laughs> well, that's nice of you to say. And mean and I feel and all the above. I thoroughly enjoy the time up there now. Like, I always did, but, like, now it's taken on a different meaning. And it's, like, there was a picture of Danny in there. Just She smiles and laughs like I do. And it's just the most refreshing feeling ever in the world to be Aww. around family like that. Well, that's awesome. I definitely agree. It's definitely our mountain family, no doubt, up there at Newcombs. Uh, we should do some thank yous, though, indeed, because we were invited by uh, the Sunset GT, but it's really, it's O-something coach, and it's who our friend works for. I don't know their company, but it was, it seemed like a really cool event that apparently they do monthly. Yeah, it is. And uh, and we've known about it for a long time, um, but it's typically more like exotics you know, Lamborghinis, Bugatti, stuff like that. Um, they don't necessarily, I don't know. I mean, the Porsche stuff is almost like uh, not quite fancy enough <laughs> in my mind. But they had, uh, because I think of the 70th, yeah. the 70th birthday for Porsche this uh, this weekend, I think that they uh, they just opened it all up. And I mean, there was a ton of high dollar uh, cars there. That's for sure. There were a couple 918s, tons of Carrera GTs. Well, and... we brought a ton of friends there. I know that meant a lot to them. They oh, wanted good. to do something really special for the birth to to be inclusive. They're a really inclusive group of people. Oh, I don't good. know about the companies separately, but like they really, it was important to them to include us because it was the birthday for Porsche. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not near it. it. With it being the birthday. You don't need to lean into it. I, I, I'm i just looking at levels. If you, oh. you're the one wearing the headphones, so you need to tell me if you can't hear yourself or not, or you need to adjust. Um, well, I'm glad that it all worked out. Thank you very much for having us. It was great. I didn't know that uh, Rod Emery was invited too, so that seeing him so there was awesome. really exciting for us to just you know kind of have a buddy. We went with TLG Auto, um, who was also invited. Like, it was a whole thing. So um, what do we have? Like I think we ended up counting. It was about eight cars total, so that's pretty good. Yeah, and a couple came in when we left. Yeah, that's so right. It yeah, was so maybe even ten. Really fun. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, it was uh, just fun. Uh, do you want to talk about the news, Mrs. Ryan? Because it's time for it's time. what's going on. <laughs> All right, I have a couple. Dun 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 dun. dun. Um, it was a hard weekend for news. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of uh, coverage of the suicidal fallout from last week. So mm. I was like scouring through some of this. But uh, all that to say, it's really important. And one of the first headlines that I do want to make sure I talk about is the rise and rise of suicide. We must remove the stigma of mental health. Um, that was from Forbes. Like it's not like a little like we're moving way beyond like, oh, my friend's sister is sad. Like I just... I talked with a friend yesterday who was talking about jumping off buildings and like shit's weird and I just everyone should talk to whoever they need to that they know and like just have a conversation and just open up a real conversation. But Gronk is the guy that you worked with, right? When you did that commercial a while ago. Are we on to another topic now? Yeah, sorry. That was sad. I didn't want to stay there. Okay. Then that's your choice. So sorry. Um, but is that the guy, Gronk? Gronkowski? Yeah, I just, for the sake of keeping on one thing at a time here and making things clear, I mean, we didn't really get a chance to talk about that, so I didn't get a chance to say anything. You're right, sorry. Um, and up. that's fine. Um, I have my own list. I had a feeling, so I have my own list here we'll get to afterwards. Um, I, yes, I did work with Gronk on, uh, I can't remember what, but a commercial where we were actually at his house in um, wherever he lives, you know, wherever the, they're the Patriots, so wherever that is. So, I just super uh, nice guy. I couldn't believe like he was awesome. Like we were at his house. I mean, it was it was he was awesome. That's the only reason this headline caught my attention at all because I didn't know who he was either. But and I guess sixty nine is his number or something. But he bet sixty. He has a horse that he named Gronkowski, and he bet on six not June ninth. He bet sixty nine dollars that the horse would win Velma. And did it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what I was taken with more by that guy that um, the um, the people that he surrounded himself with. Did you ever see the? You've seen the show Entourage. Yeah. Okay, Eric from Entourage. I can't remember the actor's name, but the redhead kid, the main kid. Yeah. I shouldn't say the main kid, but one one of the. You know what I mean? Yes. He's the manager. He's shorter. Pizza boy. Yeah. Okay. He's based on a real guy. 
Yes. Also Gronk's manager. He oh. was, uh, it was, it was uh, Mr. Mark Wahlberg back in the day for the uh, entourage thing. But also a, a, a oh. New England fella. That's anyway, so it's so it's him, and it's he's just got this great group of friends slash family, kind of similar, like have, yeah. mm-hmm, uh, that he just keeps all around him, and they're his people, and it's like they're the impenetrable force, the wall uh, of like of Gronkowski. It's very cool. I, I, love I was that. more taken by that, and because ha- we all went, you know, we did the shoot, and then we all went to lunch afterwards and stuff, like out to a restaurant to like a Patriots bar, for real. So of course they owned it, owned the joint. Um, but they just took care of us like family and they just, you know what I mean? It was like, oh no, you're in, you're in the circle. So we're all family. So uh, did you eat enough? Did you get, you know what I mean? Do you want something else? They'll bring it, you know, that kind of thing. Super, super awesome. Um, but I didn't know anything about the gambling or the 69 or any of the other stuff. I just just laughed. It was like such a welcome respite from all the darkness. And it was, he just had the photo is like a big smile, like him smiling big, like proud of the heart. It was just really funny. Yeah. I think he actually signed, we, I think we took it off. He signed a football, football for us. Yeah, I have like it's my only football. I don't have you know what I mean. I don't know much about sports, let alone football. Uh, but he signed a ball for me. Thank you, Jason Rumager. Yeah, <laughs> taking care yeah. of it. Yeah, super neat. All right, go ahead. Um, uh, here, okay, here's the next one. Scientists are entangling our body's genetic double-edged swords. Entangling. Untangling. Ah. Did I speak? Scientists Sorry. are untangling. Our body's genetic double-edged swords. How about that? What does that mean? Um, basically, do you remember when I was getting tested and they were like, "If you here, we have to really uh, specify what we're testing because if we treat one thing, it'll exacerbate the other." Mm-hmm. It sounds similar, except it's with DNA. And the link they found is autism and schizophrenia, and it's based on a protein absorption and how much you have in your body and I would like to hear more about this off the air because I've had a a off the wall theory for a while that sounds to play into this and this actually sounds as though it may play into into what I was thinking it's interesting yeah I mean it really comes down to deficiencies and what's in there and what you want in there and and what you're aware of for me that's what this article says too we're all iPhones that can be rewritten rewritten at any point that's what, what I, I got. And that's what the uh, finding the parallels, basically, they're saying like, there was a lot of articles around it about CRISPR and like genetic intentional orchestration. It's like, it, we it kind of came up, there was someone behind us just talking about purebred dogs this weekend. And like how those are usually the ones that have the most ailments because they're not it doesn't get weeded yeah, out we genetically. Were, right. I don't remember where we were, but totally. So it, it sounded similar to that. I'm super curious to hear what your thing is. Cool. Uh, next, the next one. There's there's one more real one, and then one that I'll just my number one. But you don't need to do that every time because then I, you're you're telling people what it's. This good. is the last time I'll ever do it. Um, Nevada weighs brothel bans as legal pimp runs for office. Well, you're gonna have to hit me with that one again. Nevada waves. Weighs. Oh, no, Nevada weighs. Brothel bans. Weighs as in weighs. W-A-Y-S. W-E-I-G-H-S. Yes. Whether or not to brand, ban brothels. And the guy... Oh, who, interesting. The guy uh, Isn't running, that the only place they're legal? Yes. I mean, yes. is that... Are we really... Is it a great loss then? <laughs> How many bunny ranches are there out there? Well, Dennis Huff Bunny Ranch is the guy running. That's the only one that I know because of the show. Uh, yeah, I, I did like that Because I don't show. spend much time in Pahrump. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that's where it was, Pahrump? Yeah. Okay. I did that's not... why it's funny. You talking about Studio 60? Yes. And so I laughed my butt off when I read the headline. I think that's the I did not know that's where that was. But they say that even in the show. Well, well we got legalized prostitution. I probably skipped the intros. Ah. So well, Anyway, yeah, sorry. same place. But they're questioning whether or not to What do you think is going to happen there? Dennis's thing is. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, what I, what I think I think it's going to stay the same. I yeah, think it, okay. I don't think you can over, over turn that around. I tend to think the same way. There's a lot of money in it. I would imagine that it has kept it there as long as it's been, and I don't imagine that that's going to change anytime soon. It seems like a slippery slope. Also, of what does it? I mean, what judgment. the hell? Who who's pissed off about yeah. one little? From what I've seen on that show, it looks like a bunch of trailers glued together in the middle of the desert. <laughs> 
And I don't mean that any disrespect by that. That's what works for them. Low overhead. <laughs> You're not going You're there to be at the, the risk. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So who knows? But apparently he has like six points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. The last one. IHOP finally revealed their new name. And this is as... Ex- who did? IHOP. Oh, did you know that? My, hang on. Yeah, skip it. Don't do that one yet then. Okay. Because we, we need that one. Separate. Then that's the end of the news. Uh, no, no, no. We're going to... Thank you. That, hang on. What's going on? That's that. This has been what's going on. Good job, Mrs. Ryan. Um, here's why I would like to add something. It's a. Oh, did I lose it? No, there it is. It's a new segment that we're going to add on to that called. Will it work? Oh, Will God. it work? Dun dun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, so today we're talking about IHOB, the new IHOB. No. No. It doesn't work, folks. No. So I say, you two? Totally. Two thumbs down. That's not going to work. No way. It'll be back to, it'll either be changed to International House of Breakfast or something else, or they'll just go back to the IHOP uh, because this isn't working. And I, somebody on, on the social jumped in with like, this is a new Coke branding strategy. And I'm like, oh, okay, they got me there. Maybe, oh. maybe it is. Maybe that's exactly what it is. It's something where they put out, they do something stupid just to go, hey, remind you, we're still over here. Oh, you want us to go back to it for nostalgic reasons? All right, we will. Here's how I feel, though. Like, we're all way smarter now. Like, the fact that you can use the new Coke thing as a reference, it's like, oh, been there, done that. Been bamboozled. Like, we're good. I don't feel like IHOP gets to say they know anything about burgers. No offense. This uh, is about will it work? No, it will not work. (laughs) (laughs) And that's been... (laughs) Will it work? Will it work? Dun, dun. dun. <laughs> All right. We're just cranking through it, aren't we? I did have a couple other things there for the news, but I, it's not really matter. Whose line is it anyway is back? Did you know that? No. Apparently it's been back for a while. We don't really? watch television. So, whoopsie-daisy. It's enough Uh-oh. that we've just canceled it. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a whose line is it anyway is back. It's on the CW. Uh, But here's what I found interesting about it. Back in the day, I used to watch it all the time on Comedy Central. It was a British show hosted by Clive Owen. No, not Clive Owen. That's wrong. It's uh, Clive Anderson. Clive Anderson. Yeah, I don't expect you to know the name, but that was the guys. Um, And then eventually it got picked up in the U.S. by whoever did it. Drew Carey hosted it. And then it had Ryan Stiles. And that's when the U.S. kind of really got, you know, more into it. And uh, uh, I can't remember, but that's how they found out about Greg Proops. And all All these guys were on the old Clive Anderson version. Anyway, there was also, and I've brought this up on the show before, there was also a, I don't want to say generic version, but an alternate take on it (laughs) called Quick Wits. Q-W-I-K. Uh-oh. W-I-T-Z, I believe. Anyway, Pulled that out. was hosted by my friend at the time, uh, one of the Laugh Factory girls, Robin Nance. And <laughs> on it was Wayne Brady. And that's how we got Wayne Brady. And then he later Whoa. was on Whose Line Is It? So anyway, I saw Wayne Brady on Whose Line Is It Anyway? And I was like, wait a second, worlds are colliding because he used to be from the other show and now he's on this show. And That's crazy. Anyway, it's all back. That's... I didn't even realize that was old enough to be nostalgic. Me either. I think think i worked with drew right after he did it who's line okay um he's one of the nicest human beings and he's on prices right now but i had no idea this was back yeah. i would totally watch that yeah it's on cw uh robert de niro oh. said and i don't want to get political in the in the what about it but how about the fact that robert de niro said f the president in his speech apparently i didn't see the clip i just read it i only read that also and this speaks to me of um, – I like it. First of all, I like this, but only because I feel like if you zoom out from the presidency and the actor, these are two New York guys from the street yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who seriously are That's both willing to go point. to the street to, really to prove their point or to, you know, whatever, be heard. Um, I don't know. I'm just curious. To, I don't. I don't think that this headline will be the end we see of this. I feel like this will go further, and I'm curious to follow the story. I'm really curious because he's been very vocal, f- from what I have been told, th- for this whole time. So that he was outspoken, I was not surprised. But that's a pretty egregious. Uh, what do you start the? I don't you, know, but you definitely made a way to make it longer. Good job on that. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, was it? Are you saying the same thing though? Probably. Well, I don't. I don't want to cut you off if you're not. This uh, probably. 
I'll leave it there. All right. Well, either way, how about that? Uh, Anthony Bourdain, yeah, that's something. Net neutrality, over. Like, official. Like, it's removed from the books. Today was the day. How's that? So it's officially done? It's gone. It's as in, like, it's been, it, it, as if it didn't uh, take place, I, I, as I understand it. It's been removed. I did not read about that. That's. Hmm. I know. I know. Crazy. I don't know how I feel either. Yeah, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. We got what's going on. Will it work? Uh, Okay, one last thing before we bring in Vincent Martella here. And this is, oh, yeah, we're already going long. Uh, Sorry about that. Let's see. We have got a new segment here. Basically, we've got uh, Danbury Chive, who is in Connecticut and New York, and he's all over the East Coast. He wants to be involved with this show somehow. We want him to be involved with this show somehow. Um, so basically, uh, coming to how that would be has been rough at best because he works for BMW. Like he's got a a full-time job, um, but he's Mr. Personality and I want to get him involved. So he's just started taking to sending, um, uh, random clips in. So basically we're just going to have random check-ins with Kaz. Uh, and we've taken to calling that segment East Coast Feed with Steve Kaz. (laughs) So, Mr. Ryan, Mrs. Ryan, hopefully you can hear us. A little Phil Collins happening in the background. We're test driving a BMW. It's breaking down currently. Hopefully you can get the speed in the studio. Dana's here. Hey. Megan's here. Phil Collins is here. Can you hear us? Anyone? Anyone? No, it's not. Thanks. Good job for that, Mrs. Ryan. Thank you very much. You're awesome for checking that. Thank you. Otherwise, we would have kept on going. I would have had to edit later and put the sound back in because we're always recording it all. It's just a whether or not it's in the mix. So good job. Thank you so much. Uh, I think we're going to check in with Kaz more often. Um, There's other ones here, but I think we'll just get right on to Vincent now. So do you have anything else before we bring in No, that's it. In that case, we will be back with more right after this. Vincent Martella will be here, and don't go away. for Tori. <laughs> so funny. It's a I don't know if it's if we're are we ripping off Jay Leno on uh the uh, Jay Leno's garage or are we ripping off Howard Stern f- uh or are we ripping off Saturday Night Live where they're ripping on Howard Stern. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, I don't know. how deep it goes. <laughs> yeah. And who, we're back. Yeah, who, who are we stealing from? <laughs> 
We are here with Vincent Martella. How are you, Vincent Martella? I'm great. Um, I'm excited to be here. This is fun. We've known each other a very long time. Dude, this is awesome for me because I watched you grow up and now you're just like, well, for the last five years or so, you've been just like this man. Yeah, yeah. But like we where did, we worked at Everybody Hits Chris together. Yes, we did. We, I was 13 years old, so I've known you like 12 years. Is that right? Yeah. It's been about 12 years that I've known you. That's and crazy. Yeah. I kind of thought that, that but was, yeah, that was a like, dozen years sounds like yeah, awfully it was like 2005, 2006. You were 13 when that show, when you started on that show? Yeah, on the first season of it, I was 13. I think uh, all the boys were, right? Yeah, we all we're turned all 13 same. like together. Yeah. Uh, in the same month. The right. October. We all had... We had a big joint birthday party Yeah, we all had year. birthdays within the course of like three weeks of one another. Um, crazy. Yeah. And so, yeah, we've known each other a very long time. And I used to hang out with you like every single day in production. Yep. I'd just come in like before I would shoot and come in at lunch and hang out. Yeah. That was kind of like my routine. Well, you guys, I mean, you were you were living in Florida at the time, but you were out here in Los Angeles for this job. Yes. So it was you yeah. and your dad living, I could probably say this, like, because everyone does this, living at the Oakwoods, right? Yeah. Like yeah, living yeah. in, 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 in uh, the entertainment industry, like staple. rental housing. Yeah. If you haven't lived there, I mean, <laughs> you're not. Have you even, have you even lived you in LA? Paid your dues. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That should be a requirement um, to get any job in the industry. But the gist of it was you guys would just um, just come over because we were, like, we were friendly. Yeah. So we would just come hang out. Yeah, I would just hang out. And, and uh, yeah, and I was uh, – we just had a lot of, like, similar interests. <laughs> and I was just so stoked. Because I, I was so mature at well, the yeah, time. Well, yeah, no, but I was, I was so stoked that you were, like, you were, like, still, like, very much, like, active into all, like, your passions. Yes. Uh, like, as an adult. And so that was just like so cool to me. I was like, "What, dude? You are nailing it!" And I took a break from that. And this is and getting then we're, back. And now to we're all, back. Yeah, yeah. Now we're back in it, dude. Good for you. Yeah. All right. So tell me about that. <laughs> all right. So that was something that you saw that you're like, "Oh wait, I want to do that. I want to follow my passions." Well, I, I just thought, yeah, I thought that was a really exciting thing that you like. Uh, that yeah, you were. I always felt like you were doing that as an adult, and like I yeah. And well, then we were even building the time machine. At the yeah, time you were, you were building the DeLorean at the time, and I just thought a lot of stuff like that was really cool. That like. Though you, you know, were in a different, like, that wasn't, you know, what your career was or something. But right. you very much kept alive all those things that you yeah. were in, had always You're been right. interested Music in doing. Too. Yeah, and you, and you kept doing that. And, uh, yeah, now here we are again. Dude, that's so cool. I can't believe it's, I didn't think about any of that stuff. So yeah. It's neat to hear you bring it up. Thank you. Yeah, for, absolutely. It's cool to have the perspective, though. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Because you were a kid at the time, so like seeing it through those eyes of like the world is new, and if you're actually taken by something, it's really something to be taken by. Gener- I love generally. hearing it because when I met you, you had the time machine and the same, you had the same glow of passion, but you weren't as entrenched in it as you must have been when you were building it and stuff. But yeah. it's the same attraction uh, on an adult level of like that's a rare quality that you kind of exhibit. It's pretty cool. Is it, isn't this uh, Peter Pan syndrome, though? Just yeah. like a kid who never grew up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I see. As, yeah. as an adult who doesn't feel all that responsible yeah. with this stuff, you know? I mean, it's just kind of like, well, I did this because I wanted to. You know? Yeah. But I feel like not and a lot of people do that, you know? I feel like a lot of people forget to do that. It takes a lot of bravery to do that in the land where everyone else is like, I've got to be sophisticated now and important. I just want everyone to know that I feel great. And yeah. thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. I've been inflated enough for today. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, basically, he's a you. really cool guy. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> well, what I remember was, um, <laughs> what I remember about my life was I never had a brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I never did have a brother. I was an only child. And I think that while I was never pining for that, um, I sort of found that experience in you during that time because we buddied up and it was like, I had a little brother. We would go places, like outside of work, we would do other stuff together. Totally, yeah, yeah. Like go to amusement parks and stuff. And this sounds a little creeper peeper because I'm old now, but I used to be like 20, <laughs> 20 I was in my 20s when this yeah, was going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And we generally had a girl with us that I was yeah. dating or something, <laughs> yeah, 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 so it yeah. was not uh, weird. But it was like having a little brother because we would go like we're playing in the water at Universal. Yeah, we go to like Universal go to Studios. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we we many a trip to Universal, did Halloween Horror Nights. Oh my God, Halloween! Yeah, that's, Hall- that's... Halloween was big too because we both love Halloween. Is that where it started for us? Was well, that, where that the I think that was started? the first time that we started hanging out outside of work. 
Okay. Was like you invited me to your Halloween party that I was only allowed to stay creepy. at. Creepy. Oh, no, <laughs> Again, I was, creepy. I was only allowed to stay at for like good. a couple of hours, and then it was like, okay, time for like the kid to get out of here. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah. My dad the came with me. And yeah. yeah. Well, and then and then it was like, okay, like a, a lot of people are like showing up, and like people are like drinking and stuff. So I was like, I was like, all right. I don't have a picture here, but I'm going to find a picture from that party somewhere, and I'll, yeah. I'll try to put it in now. So imagine you're looking at the picture right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an awesome picture. I'm thinking Wolfman. You had the Wolfman, and I and I don't remember what the hell I was, but your dad had – you did, like, your makeup on your dad Yeah, and I did, and I, I was like Johnny Depp one year. Yeah. From Pirates yep, of the Caribbean. from Pirates. Oh, that I, was a good one. Well, because everyone said, help me with that. I didn't do that myself but you at had all. Full wardrobe, <laughs> yeah, full yeah. makeup, the wig and it's the like, whole deal. Yeah, it's, it's the awesome wardrobe and hair and makeup were like, yeah, we'd love to do that for you. And, and yeah. half the show came to the party anyway, too. That yeah, and a bunch thing. of people from the show were there. <laughs> Is that when you lived over in uh, Catamaran or wherever? Exactly, in Marina Del Rey, yeah, the famous Catamaran Party Street. Yeah. We weren't the ones the, – there was a famous block party that happens there every week down in the marina in Venice. But uh, but we were the Halloween party that, that used to occur. We had like, like, like that car moving like, bookshelf. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the yeah. bookshelf, the books that would move. Yeah, like so the we, haunted mansion. we did that, and then we would go to like Halloween Horror Nights. Yep. And you know, go to all the haunted houses and stuff. So, so I think fun. that's what kind of like started. Then throughout the rest of the time that you you had worked on the show with me, uh, we would just hang out and do other stuff and like go to like yeah we we ended up doing like Disneyland and stuff. Yeah. We all did Disneyland together mm-hmm. before, and yeah, no, it was it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, man, I'm trying to think. I think you even helped during when we were building that DeLorean. I'm pretty sure you. I know. I know. There's pictures of it. I know that we went to Universal a bunch of times to like, you know, or maybe when it was done. Yeah, it was when it was when over. It was, with. Done, it was when it was done. Yeah, the yeah. first time. That's what it was. The first time we put our car, the car that we built next to the actual, the actual, oh, uni- cool. like the actual one. Cool. Um, it was you and me, and we had driven on the back lot, like in between the trams, and they were like waving at us and everything. <laughs> yeah, because everyone was like, was like, "This must was, be like involved with something." You would just assume there's two DeLoreans. One's rotted one's perfect yeah one's you know what I mean? horrible and, and the, tri- the tram's going so by so of course and it's the real one because they left it unlocked and by, too. by the way TV's uh, Greg from Everybody Hates Chris is there as well So because you were like, like on hey. television at the time like your <laughs> yeah, face yeah, yeah. was everywhere all the time on, yeah, yeah. on bus benches and everything yeah 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 um, but yeah and, and yeah like they left the old DeLorean completely unlocked on the back lot and yep. so everyone had just stolen everything from inside of it yep. I remember you would like leave would la- new parts we did. Car. We used to do that all the you time. You started leaving new parts to like try and like fix it up. It was uh, before we had gotten the approval to actually get it restored. You know, the car was on the Terry's car was on uh, um, uh, Jay Leno's garage yesterday. I saw Instagram. Yeah, Jay, Joe and yeah, Joe and Terry were on it. The guys who actually did the work to restore the original car. Okay. Um, the like one of the guys still owns a car, and it's like you know that one was on. Uh, that's the one they rent out now. You That's remember the, the remember they, they, yeah. they used to use ours for all the time because yours was the one in the best shape. Yeah, and now it's this guy's, and it's the it's like it will never get more accurate because it's exactly like the real one, you know that kind of thing. So it's like they've got I, uh, that, and they do all the commercials and all of the all of the stuff now. Like they've got couple, it wrapped up. A couple of years ago, I was outside of a bar somewhere, um, and I forget it was someone's birthday party, and I was like, I was really really drunk. And I was you like were 21. celebrating someone's birthday. I was celebrating someone's birthday, <laughs> and I was outside, like talking to a friend of mine. And this guy pulled up in like a DeLorean, oh. um, and it just had like, you know, like fluorescent lights in it. Like yep. that's the only work he did on it, right? To like make it look like flashy, like the neon under under yeah, light type. Thing. Yeah, something like that. And uh, and so he like pulled up, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's the car from Back to the Future." And I was like, "I was like, that's not the car." <laughs> oh, <laughs> even I just started talking to strangers, like guys, guys. That's not the car. I know the guy who's got the car. That's not the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, like really drunk. And that it's is like, so funny. Like, trust me, trust me. That's not the car. That's not the car. He didn't do. He didn't do anything to that car. That's just the Lauren. That's not the real car. That's not the time machine. That's I was, so I was cool. Like, I talk to people. Everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "I got a friend. Trust me. Trust me." <laughs> it was cool, though. I have to say, it was cool to see. Um, I just couldn't even enjoy this guy's car. Well, everyone was celebrating him. Yeah. And you're like, well, no. you've been not like, only yeah. in a in a in a good replica, but also in the real one. Yeah, it's like, at the it's same like if time. I, if I know someone who actually like put in the work to it don't celebrate this guy <laughs> like don't don't you know That's high so five funny. this guy for having it's not the car <laughs> meanwhile poor guy who only did the ground effects <laughs> um regardless it was kind of neat to see it and it was like it was cool that it was getting some some praise and that those guys were still doing yeah, it. it's, yeah. I'm a, it's pretty cool to still be dedicated to it after after doing it that long you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to ask you quickly about, um, and I assume we can talk about this, Captain Tony's Pizza, because I would be remiss <laughs> yeah. if I didn't mention it. 
So funny. Yeah, no, my for a, for a fellow friend named Michael Martella. Yeah, yeah, that's my father. Yes, it's it his, is. It's his uh it's his pizzerias, uh the original ones in Rochester, New York. That's yeah. why I wore my shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally forgot. Um, and then so he has, funny. yeah, just franchises around uh, just random states. Uh, but there's a handful places. of them. The yeah, there are. There's like, there's like one in like Cleveland, which is like near like where like the Browns play. I went to it after. Uh, I didn't go to it after I went to a Browns game because I couldn't because they're closed on Sundays. Oh, uh, that, that would have been cool though. Right, but I, I did go to it the next day. Cool. Like I saw like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's like it's like um you know a couple blocks away from all those. So when you walk in, do you say like, hey? Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell I you, the but prince of the pizza I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm first mate, Tony, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't, I didn't mention it that one, but I know like the owner of, uh, the one in Winslow, Arizona. Okay. Um, and he's really cool. And so I went out, I I've had pizza there. Um, and they're all kind of like a little different. So what's the story? Was it your dad started a pizzeria in Rochester or did he just buy into an existing pizzeria in Rochester and this became a thing after? Or well, how did it work? His father's name is Tony and he started it. No kidding. Yeah, so his dad started it um, in Rochester. I didn't know that. And he took over, like, pretty young, and then started, like, franchising it out. And there's, like, one in London, I think. So he, like, next-leveled it, basically. Yeah, 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 and kind of brought it into, you know, expanding it. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I didn't know any of that. It's very cool. And so I I think he was just up there a couple weeks ago, like, you know, visiting and kind of running the show again up there. But he he doesn't live in New York anymore. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. um, The last time I was at, like, the original store... I think I was probably like 19 or 20. It's been a couple of years okay. since I've been there. It's definitely the best one, though, that I've, that I've been to. Because you can only get specific ingredients in certain areas of the country. Interesting. Yeah. And well, isn't that the whole that... argument that most people have with like New York pizza? Yeah. And yeah. bagels. It's like the yeah. water. The water. Yeah, yeah. Something. And they like, I think that's, there's some pizzeria out here in like Beverly Hills that that's their sell. Everybody says right? that, though. So we like, ship the we water, ship the water out. In. I'm like, well, do you? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Like, and if so, why are you doing that? (laughs) Well, it's almost like, couldn't you just, like, powder the water and get whatever those... You know what I mean? Like, there's all sorts of ways. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like, evaporate the water and get whatever the, the minerals yeah, are. Yeah, like, and, like an estrogen, like extra estrogen or something that's in, like, the water. Like yeah, the... And, yeah, and or it's not the water. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And or it's dirty fucking pizzeria hands yeah. on a really old counter that <laughs> yeah, just yeah, makes yeah. it fucking taste great. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It just tastes good. <laughs> Made with love. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think anybody in New York loves me when they make me pizza. But the original ones in Rochester? Rochester, yeah. Where yeah, in Rochester is it? I don't in, think because uh, I didn't know about it. It's in Penfield. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's so weird. I probably, I've probably been there. Yeah, maybe. I hope. I haven't been yeah. there in a couple of years, so I don't know what the area is like or like neighborhoods like or anything or what it, you know. She, her family's in Victor, which is just outside. So I mean, I don't know how, how far it's removed it cl- is. What's the name of Penfield, Pittsburgh? Penfield. Penfield. Um, yeah, we have to drive through. Penfield to get to a bunch of places that we yeah. went, so I know that we've gone by it. Yeah, that's how Rochester is set up. Is yeah, it's like it's got this like weird. It's a pinwheel. You have to yeah. drive through shit to get there. Yeah, weird neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah, I was. I only lived there for like two years as a kid, but then I went back like every summer. That was like our vacation, like growing up until I worked on Everybody Hates Chris. Really? Yeah, that was. We would drive up from Florida. Um, and do like that, like couple day road trip. We'd st- always stop somewhere, like and we like the Vanderbilt Estate. <laughs> I was like, this is a house. Here's the and breakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. cool. Um, and then we'd like stop at like uh, like Williamsburg, I think one oh, year. Oh, Colonial Williamsburg. Yeah, we d- yeah. we did like DC one year and like saw like the fireworks on like Fourth of July. And then we'd go up to Rochester and like visit like extended family. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you still have family up there? Yeah, like second extended. cousins and stuff, like extended family. Cause I, yeah, both my parents are. Uh, my, my dad has a sister, but yeah, we we don't have like a lot of like cousins and like direct cousins. I don't have. It's a lot, not like so. you go up there for Thanksgiving every year. And no, all that stuff. no, yeah, yeah, no, it's nothing like that. Um, but then, yeah, when I started working at Bates Chris, that's kind of when I slowed going there, like, every year. Right. And that's why I, I haven't been up there in a couple of years, because, yeah, I don't have, like, direct family there. Yeah. But yeah, um, plus all everyone grows up and things change. You yeah, know, it yeah, just yeah. just is what it is. But it would, I feel like it'd be interesting to go back as, like, an adult to Rochester, because I feel like then I'd actually get to understand what it's like there. I'm sure. you probably get a real taste for it, although I would yeah. imagine it's probably changed quite a bit. Is that... From the, and you haven't been in probably five years, too. I haven't been in a while. I have friends that still go up there. It doesn't okay. seem that different. It does. The show's like, about to blow up in Rochester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exploding. Like, oh, my God. Exploding. <laughs> <laughs> East, <laughs> Eastview Mall. They're yeah. running out right now to <laughs> like, get oh there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a unique place, but the one thing I would say is that you're not – I wouldn't – think that you're missing anything not because of the place but because it's one of those places where people are born and they live and they die like yes no yeah, one yeah. really matriculates out too far yeah so 
what's weird is is I lived in a relatively small town in Florida, and I and I was uh, I was talking about this with uh, with my girlfriend actually. Is isn't it weird when you see someone from a small town that you grew up in? In now a large city that you've moved to, yeah, like yeah. that is so weird that that happens, yeah, and that has happened to me. Is like I've run into someone I went to high school with working at like a restaurant out here, and it's just like, whoa. Same here. How many were in your graduating class? Like a couple hundred. Uh, a lot actually. I went to a pretty oh. big high school. Oh really? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. all right. But your then your town. How many people in your town? Uh, yeah, I want to Yeah, I want to say something like that. Probably. Same, yeah, yeah. same here. Growing up. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, then when you see the guy that you were in band with. Like the trumpet player from Bam, when you see him at CBS Television City, you're like, "Wait, what's happening here?" Because your brain does one of those. It's so weird. Woo-woo. Yeah, or and, and just the and, and it's not even the fact that like you know that is a thing that happens in every small town as people go to a big city to you know live out their dreams. That's a complete thing. But just the fact that I'm running into you, that's so weird. Yeah, is just like how in the world did we end up in the same place to run into each other? I'm glad you're bringing that up though. Do you believe in like coincidences and stuff, or do you kind of believe in like like, oh, no, then I'm supposed to, like, I'm sp- there's a reason I ran into that guy. I don't necessarily think that. Like, I don't, okay. I don't think that there was, like, a reason that. Like, Not some hierarchy. That I ran into him like, at, like, Porto's. Where I'm like, I should probably get, like, a potato ball. It's all worked out. <laughs> and order, order, like, a, like a fruitcake. Um, no, I, I don't know. Um, is, uh, yeah, no, I, I. Is that where it was, at Porto's? It was at Porto's, yeah. That's so yeah, funny, yeah, right around the corner. I know, I know it's right <laughs> over there. Um, but, no, I, I guess I don't think of it that way. I just, I, it more so. Does it put somebody back on your mind at least, or is it just one of those like, huh, that was weird? Yeah, it's more so like, like I can't believe that that interaction just happened. And, I'm, and obviously, I'll talk to the person. I want to see like what's going on, like what brought. You know, I'm not just like, hi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I don't ever remember Florida. Um, but yeah, it's just it's so interesting to me that that happens. Like, and and it, I, I guess Porto's is a popular place to to go to. But yeah, uh, I don't know if I believe in like. I think that everyone is like has probably has like a like a, a thorough like a connection like that six degrees kind of thing. Right. Is like that you're kind of always going to be connected to someone somehow. Yeah. Um, That's kind of what I was wondering about if yeah. you sort of believed in any of that stuff. Because I don't know, you know, I mean, I don't know what the hell. We yeah. Believe, but we talk about it a lot on the show because like it's interesting hearing what other people think, you know. Well, yeah. People who aren't afraid to tell you too, because a lot of people are just like, no, that'd be weird. Yeah. It's no, like, mm. I think there's more so like a yeah, just like a general like somehow we're all kind of doing this thing together and nobody knows how and no one knows why we're all you know what i'm saying and yeah. so yeah i think that there's a con- like a connection in that way but i don't think i i when i run into people like that because i there's been a couple people who i feel like i've run into in my life from like the past strangely in like a different town um i don't feel like it's it's like something with that person specifically right i just think it's like yeah well like you know that's still where you grew up like that's still like home like you still have like a connection to it so, like you, but you, you know are looking into it enough, though, that you're you're thinking about it. Not yeah. so much like, oh, I'm supposed to call that guy. Not that, but like, oh, maybe. How did I know that guy? I knew him from so and so's class. Whatever the <laughs> fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it goes deep, and you're just yeah, like, yeah. oh, wait, maybe that just reminded me that I need to be better about this part of my life or something. But or maybe I need to reach out to somebody I haven't talked to in a long time. Yeah. Sorry, I was all on you for that. There's oh, tons okay. of great reaction shots <laughs> of you while I yammer about. Um, all right. Well, we'll let that go. Uh, I wanted to ask you uh, before we can we talk about Phineas and Ferb too? Absolutely, yeah. All right, we're gonna get to that in one second. Do you remember at Everybody Hates Chris where I had this on my desk? I do. Yeah, do you remember yeah. this microphone was always on my desk? I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like a Letterman thing, and nobody, nobody there really knew that or why. Yeah, I remember that that was always there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you had a different microphone behind your desk too. Maybe you had something else behind your desk as well. Mr. Um, Fusion for a little bit. Yeah, you had Mr. Fusion and an aquarium there. with the time machine in it. I remember. And that. then yeah. The, the, what I always thought was really cool was up in production, like right above your desk, is we had a giant DefCon. Oh yeah, countdown. You know that's that's a story for a, a whole other thing. The, the DefCon sign is in like defense condition. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. appropriate nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Do you want? Do you know the story behind that? Did I ever tell you? I have no idea where that came from. No, I just knew it was right next to your desk. And I don't know if you got. Did it ever count down? Did it ever get? There were. It was a very Mickey Mouse version because like, it, was, it, was it was originally created switches, as a wasn't joke. It? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you could make it whatever you wanted, but it was manual. You okay. Light it. You know, turn switches on. To, yes. Yeah. I remember individual that. light bulbs. Yeah, in yeah. Individual <laughs> boxes. So when I used to work on uh, back at David E. Kelly, this is back like probably like five years before everybody hates Chris. Okay. Um, we were down in Manhattan Beach at the at the. Were, were like, like what was it? What were we working on? 
this was the practice. Yeah, 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 but it was also uh, Ally McBeal and Boston Public and Girls Club. And, so I remember like, you saying that you had, you had worked on those shows. Yeah, I was. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so this was the practice, and uh, um, the producer at the time was a guy by the name of Gary Strangis. Shout out to Gary Strangis, one of the best producers I've ever worked with. I actually worked with his dad directly before at CSI. That's and then, cool. And then everybody got fired. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, was when, it was the very first CSI, when the very first CSI first started. It was just, it was a disaster. But anyway, um, <laughs> shout out to Gary Strangis. He used to always, you know, whenever he was down on set, he was like a, a UPM turn producer. Uh, and whenever he was down on set and would come up, his progress report would essentially generally be in like DEFCON numbers. You know, like, well, awesome. how are we? Ah, DEFCON 5. I mean, like, good. It's good. Like, DEFCON Ooh, 5 is not God. too bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're good. We're solid. We're in peace, safety. And then, you know, 432. So whatever. One Christmas, I, I got uh, together with the construction department and, at the mill, and the, the coordinator was awesome. Tina, somebody whose name I can't remember, but she was awesome. Shout out to Tina from the practice. Uh, she helped me, like draw out the schematic. I just basically drew on a thing like here. It looks, it needs to say this and it yeah. needs to have this. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like in the shape of a cross. And it light up and I want this one red, this one green, this one blue, you know, whatever the fuck. And basically I just copied it mentally from War Games, that Matthew yeah. Broderick movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they made this thing and we gave it to him as a Christmas present and right after, um, it was literally like mid-season, he left to go do a Michael Mann pilot and he, he said, you know what, Th- this is awesome and I love it. But it's it's appropriate here. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and no, it was one of those things. And he always intended, like we thought he'd probably come back if the pilot didn't go, whatever. He ended up not coming back. But I ended up with it. It was my gift to him, but I ended up with it. That's hilarious. So I always brought it to whatever show I worked on, including Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah. And one time the guys from our mill took it. I can't remember that guy's name, but he looked like the guy from who killed the dove with the pitch. We saw <laughs> we saw him in Hawaii at the, at, uh, at the Hyatt. He was staying at the same place. Okay. We were. Uh, Randy, the the joint or whatever his name was. Do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I there's don't a there's a famous uh, pitcher back in the day. Really, Randy Johnson, I think. Anyway, really tall. I've guy. seen the video of where it hits like a bird. Hits a dove yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. I just didn't know who it was. <laughs> well, whatever our construction guy, guy kind of looked like him. He took it to go fix it and never saw it again. <laughs> I think he was just like, yeah, sure, I'll take care of this. For you. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> and now he has it, and now he's getting compliments I'm on sure. it. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly he what tells happened. Tells the story. Uh, but I can't believe you remember that. Wow, I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was up there every day too, so I, I yeah, I remember that. And uh, this I, was my Mister Rogers, though. This was my element of like I had things all around my desk, and it was like conversation pieces and light up things, and like the kids like it was. It was so weird and I really just, funny too yeah. because I I want to say you were like aroundish the age that I am now, like when you started I was. on Everybody You're Hates Chris. Exactly right. It was probably almost exactly right. And it was so funny. Uh, is there was one day maybe like the second year or something that we were working on the show that I think it was the people from Monk in the office next to us who I all of a sudden had started talking to in the mornings too. Like I just, I You befriended up, everybody from yeah. to, to Tony Schlup to Tom Cruise. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, literally. And, uh, <laughs> and so I was, Quite I, was literally. I was over in their office and one of them, like this young woman who was, was a PA there and she was like, she was like, who's the guy who like works over uh, in the other office, and I was, t- and I was, I was like, "Oh, that's my friend Jay. Like, he's he's so awesome." You're talking love. me up, and I was talking you up. And I remember I came in to tell you, and you were like, uh, "You're like, oh, what'd she say?" And I was like, "I was like, oh, no, she said you, you you seem really cool, and uh, and that you're so cute." And you're like, "Cute? Never mind." And you're like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you're like, really? That <laughs> yeah, was so funny. What a dick. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean. You're at that age I know, now. So, Doesn't that sound about right? And, and that's why it was so funny to me. Is I was, is I was like, that totally makes sense to me. That um, <laughs> that you were like at that age, you're like, oh shit, that was cute. Never mind then. Like, <laughs> what a dick. Well, it was funny because that uh, that off that hallway was a revolving door. We were the only permanent show that like was established, and we were staying there. Everything else just kind of rotated. Yeah, it just came. A bunch went. of pilots. That's where I used all my Tim Matheson stories are from when we worked awesome. there. Um, because everybody down that hall, the show called Threshold, and it was Monk. There was a. Not a J.J. Abrams show, but the other guy. Uh, Nip Tuck uh, was there for a second. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Nip, Nip Tuck, Tuck was, was there for a second. And they wouldn't really shoot on the lot a lot. They just had their offices, I think. Yeah. I, you'd know when they were there, though, because all of a sudden there'd be a million people like coming yeah. in and out. That's right, because it was a time when they were huge. Yeah, yeah. 
That's right. Wow. God. Yeah, a lot of shows. It's, we just yeah, went and, into the time and warp. And Threshold had you know Peter Dinklage on it, and uh, Carla Gugino, I believe, was on that show yep. as well. Yep. And they were all super, super nice. That was before either one of them were really, really famous. Yeah, you're right. And I remember I, I, I spoke to them one day, and they were all super nice. The guy, there was a guy from Star, Data from Star Trek. I can't remember his name, but I think he was on that show too. Okay. Brett Spiner or something I, like yeah, that. I don't know. Brent Spiner or something. Uh, yeah, they were all nice. It was weird being in a hallway uh, or in a production office where... I don't know. I had never been in that situation before. Generally, like a production office is kind of just removed wherever, and you're going there if you go there. It's, they're not very nice. It's not like you want to go hang out in one generally. So to be in the brand new building that they had just converted. <laughs> yeah, like it, it smelled new. It, yeah, everything was new paint with yeah. skylights. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was gorgeous. It was a big deal, I remember, because that's when I worked with Chris as part of that. And like that, it, there was a lot of talk about how excited everyone was that I didn't know you then, but ever how excited everyone was to have that building. Cause just, it was so I bet, nice. I, uh, okay. Mm. I, I'm sure the real life memory of that from our side might've been a little bit different. There was always a little bit of uh between the production side and like the creative side. It, the creative side clearly should have had this big white ivory tower, this gorgeous <laughs> office, and production should have been down in the shithole where the writers were. And the writer, yeah, the, that was an old building that the writers were in. Old building. Yeah, that was a really <laughs> old building that they were in. They were like across from girlfriends, like it was like them and like girlfriends, like exactly who had been and in the there game. for years and like the game, yep. yeah. And it was yeah a really old building, and you guys got the new. The new it was brand essentially new building. like we were saying before, trailers glued together. Mm. You know, it was not a whole. It wasn't permanent structures and yeah. they would do and yeah all the casting was up there our school room was up there for a second too so you were working with chris, yeah you're right you, yeah you were working with chris rock so i'm thinking like if they were happy to have a like he wasn't in that building that's the irony he was it in was that more of like the, the it was on well, i forget what network but like the network was new at the time and it was a big statement of like we believe in the show to give them the gotcha. good real estate it was gotcha Less that it was such a pretty yeah, it was UPN changing into the CW. Yeah, that, we were we it. were on UPN the first year, yeah. and then it was the second season we switched to CW. And that was so funny too because the morning that that happened, that that merger was Do happening. You remember that? I remember that that when that happened, uh, when UPN and WB became the CW, um, I had walked in. I was always really early. That's the other thing is, is my father is such an early person. We would get there way before I'd have to shoot. And that was when I would usually hang out in the morning. Absolutely. Because I'd be there for like 45 minutes early for, for hair and makeup and we'd hang out. It's either that or you leave on time and you're an hour late. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, exactly. You know, you can't win. And so, um, so I would be there really early and we had come in and he had been like, you know, paying attention to like, he was, you know, he's really big into like the stock market and stuff. And he came Your in. Dad. Yeah, he came in and started talking to like some of our producers that morning. And was like, so what's uh, happening with this merger? What's, yeah, he was worried about on? it. I remember that. And I remember asking people, and no one on set knew about it yet. He was the first person to oh. tell oh, people wow, at really? Video Village about it. Um, and, and our producer was like, what's going on? And like people started like walking away. Jim like, Michaels? Making, yeah, Jim Michaels wow. started like making phone calls. Um, oh, yeah, calling his agent, I'm sure, just to make sure everyone's make deal's sure, solid. To make sure what was going on. And Chris yeah. was there that day too, I remember. And everyone was like kind of freaking out about that going on if i recall it was early on in the season and i think it was like the first episode i think chris was directing yeah it was early on in the second season it was right when we started filming yeah i think chris was even directing <laughs> yeah it's crazy i have wow. another <laughs> funny i have another great story about about, about the second <laughs> season as well sure which is uh is so we came um we come back and you know the show starts in 1982 you know, it's you know that's one of the first voiceovers. Or something. It's like you know, fall of 1982. I was 13 years old, and <laughs> like that. And so we come back for season two, and I, you know, it was the summer. It, now it's the summer, and we're gonna film again. And I got my script, and I read the pilot. And when we shot the pilot, I brought this up. I thought this was weird. And mind you, I'm like 14 years old, so I don't blame no one, no one listening to me. Right. But we came back, and I was like, hey, um, why does the show say it's 1984? Huh. And and everyone was like, everyone was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well. So it voiceover be, says one, and the script says it should be fall of 1983 now because it was spring, you know, fall, spring. We jumped a year. Fall again. We jumped, and everyone was like, everyone was like, it's fine, like it's not a big deal. And so then, what you that know, does is screw you when it comes time to up the kids in age. And so, and so, a couple months, you know, go by before we're about <sighs> to we're about to release the show, and like it's it's premiering in like a couple days or something. And I remember our showrunner talking to me. Um, and we're like sitting there, Ollie. yeah, Ollie, and uh, he's talking to me, and we're on set, and I had finished shooting. He's like, "Are you excited for the show to premiere?" I was like, "I was like, I can't wait. I'm, I'm really curious though, like what people are going to say about the time jump." <laughs> and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "I was like, well, the time jump, the year that we jumped." And he's like, "I, we didn't jump a year. 
And I was like, well, yeah, we did. I, I brought this up when we started filming. Like, it's 84 now. It shouldn't be. It should be 83. And he's like, it should be 84. And I was like, I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's how that should work. And he stopped. You know, Terry Crews was walking by. He's like, "What year did the show start?" He's like, "Well, 1982." And he's like, "Oh my god!" And, and it, it was like a panic mode. Like, "Oh my god!" Now, and he Luckily, like called. It's easy enough to cover, right? It wasn't easy enough to cover because um, the references are all wrong. Yeah. Oh, every all oh is there eighty four references yeah. all throughout the show? All the, like all movies of the creative that came out. scripts and everything. You're right. Everything's Ghostbusters. Because I we thought were the doing same. Nightmare on Elm Street. Exactly. And I was like, I was like, well, can't you just change it? And like the you know the little uh, no because of the references. But you can't. And it was like a moment of like, oh my god, how did nobody notice this? And I, I totally don't blame them for not listening to me when the when we were shooting the first episode of the of the you know season. That's so Everyone's funny. worried about you know getting the, the that second is a season good going, story, right? Yeah, I thought that was weird. That should be like on the DVD, uh, you know, the the, uh, the bonus features or whatever. Yeah, such a funny, like not funny, but yeah, full on panic mode of like, you know, it. I I feel like those things happen in like every job. Is like how did everyone miss this like simple thing? It's like everyone's worried about a million other things and trying to make it as funny as possible. Yeah, yeah. And trying to, like, cast it. the joke it. and everything else. And, yeah, and they're making all these great 1984 references. Meanwhile, I guess our research team was not... <laughs> yeah. Yikes, I mean... I hope no one lost their job over that, but I feel as sure. though someone got in trouble. <laughs> well, you know what's funny, though? It's how high do you go? I mean, if who gets in trouble, Chris or Ali? Because, I mean, that's where it goes. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> you guys, it's your story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> A good point. Wow, that's awesome. That is a good story. Crazy, a yeah. Story. I don't remember anything about that. Um, awesome. Do you remember when you first started doing Phineas and Fur? Maybe not first off, but um, I called you to. Um, I had moved back east for a spell. I was back east for like a year. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, who was like my brother there had kids, and uh, his daughter, Abby, was a big Phineas and Fur fan. You called and left like a nice, beautiful message on the voicemail, like as Phineas and the mm -hmm. whole thing. It, it it made her life at yeah. the time. You know what I mean? Like that was like such a big moment. I just want to thank you for that. Oh, absolutely. Um, and <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. you that here's how this comes full circle. That girl's dad, um, my lifelong friend, is the guy who actually was the contractor who helped us physically get all of this stuff. Wow. Meaning like he handled the pickup, the storage, the transfer, the, the shipping, like everything. His company handled everything. So the full circle of like, you're sitting here now on something that like you, you paid it forward and I feel like that's why we have that's all incredible. this stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's really, really cool. You put some good mojo into the world and uh, I don't know. I believe that this is one of the Was this a little results. girl who ended up naming... Her dog, Phineas. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Abby and Bella. She has a little sister now, Bella. Awesome. Abby and Bella. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll give you uh, three there if you want to say anything, but you don't know. Hey, I hope Phineas is still going strong. And, uh, you know, many years later, I hope you guys still <laughs> like the show. Well, that's the cool thing because, like, she's grown up now. Like, yeah. She looks like a little woman and, yeah, like, yeah. you're a, a man now. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of neat to be like, that was your regular voice. It was kind of nice to be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. way back when. Absolutely. It made her world. Like, I, it's great. Can you imagine being a kid at that time and then you're like, I don't know, Bugs Bunny calling me when I was a kid? Like, no way. That's not possible. Yeah, I mean. It's not possible. One of the many reasons, uh, you know, not to take anything away from anything else I've ever worked on, but because um, I've been really lucky. I love every, uh, you know, show or film that I've worked on. But Phineas and Ferb in particular has been a very, you know, the most special job I've ever had. I worked on it for 10 years. Um, and it's meant the most to me because it also, you know, uh, when I auditioned for it, I uh, even, I, I walked on to, you know, the Buena Vista lot, the, the original Walt Disney lot where they, you know. Right around the corner. Yeah, where he, you know, wanted to plan to build Disneyland across the street before right. that hospital was there. That's right. Um, and I walked on there. I didn't know that. By where NBC is, right? Yeah, they wanted, they, wanted to, to... they wanted to make that the original Disneyland. That's where he wanted to make his amusement park. But Whoa. his ideas outgrew it easily. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to buy, you know, a bunch of, you know. That's why it was Anaheim, right? Because yeah. there was nothing going there was on down nothing there. He was going buying on Anaheim. strawberry fields and stuff. And, yeah, and he did the same thing in Florida is he was just buying up uh, under different names. With different names, exactly. Because everyone so knew him at that point. Because they're like, oh, he's going to build a theme park. Um, and so once they, they caught him. That. There's a whole documentary on that. It's yeah, fantastic. once they caught him, I believe, is when everyone was like, okay, jack up all the prices. But by then, he See, owned, like, you know, a ridiculous amount of money. Anyways, um, very first Most time of I went Orlando, to that studio. essentially. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very first time I went to that studio, I like turned to my dad because I was, you know, I was like twelve, and I was like, I was like, I really hope I get to work here one day. Like this is the studio. I mean, it's there's so much history. It's a beautiful lot. And yeah, 
Um, so historic. And that's where we ended up doing uh, – I didn't record there often, but we did all of our animation for Phineas and Ferb for the first, like, five or six years there. Cool. Um, and In that animation building, like, right by the 134 there? Um, not the one with the hat. With the hat, yeah. Okay, no, that's no. that's where they do feature animation. Okay. Um, so we were on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're actually on the lot then, which is, to me, even cooler. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. And, uh, you know, it's the type of job that does resonate so much with – the viewers that you get to do special things like call them as the character and you know be like where's the where's my pet platypus and you know ask them you know questions and and make jokes you can still do the voice so much because your voice has changed so much but phineas's has stayed the same yeah how do you do that um i don't know yeah it's just it's just your skill yeah it's part a skill that i was fortunate enough to have um, very fortunate enough to have because otherwise that career goes away yeah too, right like, absolutely you know somebody else they just recast yeah and they had uh, casted other people for it uh, by the time that I worked on it seriously uh, is they had an adult doing it um, a really talented voiceover actor so you haven't always done it I yeah everything that you've ever seen has been me okay. but the way that it, I got on board very very late with Phineas and Ferb oh, no um, is I had auditioned for it and then like five or six months went by and then they called me and I was in Florida and um, they said, Phineas and Ferb, it looks like you have it, but they want you to film the pilot first. They want you to um, go into the pilot. Okay. And so I filmed it from Disney World because they have studios uh, behind uh, Hollywood Studios there, mm-hmm. um, which I believe they're about it's to change the name working, of again. Yeah. Um, it used to be MGM when it was It was made, MGM right? when I started there, yeah. yeah. And um, so I filmed it there, and they said, yeah, right when they heard me you know, doing Phineas's voice, they're like, okay. He's the no the one that we want to to take over the role, and so I yeah everything that you've heard has always been me. But in, initially they were like but in like, pre pro or even production uh, like it was right else. And, right up until I had done the pilot they were like I guess we're gonna have to you know go with like an so adult actor. You're Michael J. Fox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, from back That's to the future. Amazing. That's yeah. amazing. That's a great story. Yeah, right, well, I only heard the other actor's voice like once or twice um, from the pilot when they were kind of showing me. Some like animatic that they had done, but yeah. But you I mean, were he, just right. He he works on a million other things, so he he was fine. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll be fine. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, it kind of gets me to we're running out of time too, and oh, yeah. thank you for all of your time. Um, Absolutely. I want to kind of get into because we talked about this a little bit off the air, uh, and then that Michael J. Fox thing sort of made me think of it. What do you want to do? Like, what is your you're you're killing it right now? You're living in New York, right? We should talk about that too. Yeah, I've been like living in New York the past couple of months, which has been awesome. And you're digging it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I like love you're going to stay for a, at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean, my, my initial plan was to stay for a year and see what happens. Okay. Um, but I, ideally, I'd like to stay there longer, and I'd like to establish more of a career there as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, kind of get more into, like, the scene industry-wise there, meet more people. And, yeah, I, I just— uh, But acting-wise, like, what, what, what is, where, where do you want to go? Like, if, if, if everything could just yeah. go your way. What's crazy is, is how little of a preference I have, um, which is I— I have been lucky enough so far to work on a bunch of different weird stuff, like just things that, like it hasn't all been one thing. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep that going. Like I want to, I want to keep working on a bunch of animated stuff, like because that, that's been a huge part of my life. Right. I want to keep working on comedies, like I did with Everybody Hates Chris, and like you know, I got to do a couple episodes of The Walking Dead once, and like oh, did you really? Yeah, and oh, I, cool. I was on it for like two episodes, and uh, Tyler ended up being on it for for a while. You're uh, kidding. Yeah, Tyler from Everybody Hates Chris. Tyler James. Yeah, yeah. Tyler James Williams. Uh, fantastic actor. Awesome guy. Oh, awesome guy. Um, and uh, he worked on it as well this season after me. Um, but he was on it for for uh, a bit longer. He was on for like, I want to say like eight episodes or something. Wow. That's pretty um, rad. I didn't know he cool was on The Walking Dead yeah. or you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, really I was on it for like two episodes. Cool but like shift. The, just the fact that I've gotten to work on really cool, very different stuff, I hope I get to keep doing. Yeah. Like, I, I do hope that. Keep I, the potpourri. Yeah, I hope I get to keep working on, you know, you know whether it's horror stuff, because obviously we, we love horror stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, I you know, I want to keep being able to work on, you know, and I did like a like a small like horror film in Houston one summer as well that ended up at like um, Slamdance. And it was it was a lot of fun. And so I just hope I get to keep doing things that I'm enjoying. And as long as I have like a and we, we talked about this last time, which is similar to what you're doing right now, is if you're having a creative outlet where you're like that you enjoy doing, I feel like that's the only thing that I need to keep me satisfied. Keep the juices. Yeah, because as long as I'm doing work that I'm enjoying, like, as a creative person, if you don't have that outlet, I feel like you go kind of stir-crazy and insane. So as long as I'm getting to work on, uh, it's not like I have, like, a I need to be, I'm hoping one day I'll be, you know, the next Iron Man or something. Yeah. Is is, is I don't have that or like, or like, I need to be, you know, 
a cast member on SNL or something like that. I don't have a very specific idea of where I want my career to go. But what you need is fulfillment in that process. Yeah, as long as I'm working on stuff that I'm enjoying, which I have been able to do, um, I'm going to be happy, like as an actor. Sounds to me like you've figured out life, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? clear headed <laughs> answer. Yeah. yeah. Versus, I think someday it'd be great to be in that movie. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. obviously, I want to direct. Well, and I, 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 and I do feel that way at times, like when I get like a really cool role and I'm auditioning for it, I'm like, oh, I want this so bad. Sure. Like that, of course, happens. Um, and then, of course, you don't get it because that's how that works. Uh, <laughs> It's like, but this role is the best thing I've ever... Uh, no? Okay. <laughs> not me? It wasn't me? Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Like, before you even go in, it's like, uh, it's not you. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else, man, but I just... I, I can't believe you live in New York. I reached out yeah. to you thinking you were a couple blocks away because I, I hadn't lived talked right around to you in the a corner. few months. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I was just like, uh, hey, do you want to come do our thing? And you're like... Well, and you asked I me if I was to in town, in too, and so I figured somehow you wouldn't know... Like, somehow you knew... I, is guess, I, is I was like, yeah. oh, he must have known that I uh, that I've been gone, and I, he this timed out well. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it, it literally just worked out that way, which is hilarious. And it also worked out the last time I saw both of you that I hit you up right after you moved over here. Yeah, yeah, oh, you yeah. did. That's right. Like, I we, like you weeks. guys being like, hey, it's been forever. I haven't seen you in like two or three years. This is insane. I'm like, are you still at the Oakwoods? Because yeah. we're at the bottom of the hill now. Yeah, and I was, I was like, I was like, if you're in Burbank, I'm in Burbank right now. Like, I'll see you guys in like two days. Yeah. Um, like, I can see Hogwarts from our pool. And so, yeah. and so that that also really worked out the last time that we reached out to one another that um, you guys had just moved to this side of town because you guys oh, yeah. were pretty uh, far. We were in Venice and it was, you know, while that may not be far geographically, it is a day trip. Yes, man. it is. It's very far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, would you make this a stop for whenever you're in town then? Absolutely. Be like, all right, well, awesome. uh, yeah, I'm going to LA to work for the thing, but I got to hit the podcast Please as do. well. That'd be really cool. All right. Yeah, I had a great time. So that way it's always a stop. And, you know, the next time it'll be Built just in. hanging out. Yeah. Talk about video games. And I love it. the hell else we're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'd, I'd love to come back. That'd be a lot of fun. Awesome, man. All right. Well, gosh, we love you, Vincent Martella. Yeah, so we're your you family, guys. you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm neat. happy to be on the Ryan's podcast. Thanks, Thanks man. Appreciate it. Um, that's it for us. <laughs> yeah. moment right here. I still can't believe it. It was, it was 2005 we started Everybody Hits Chris. So yeah. it was actually 13 yeah, years 13 probably. Years, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. It just terrifies me because I'm like, yeah, I worked with you guys four years before I knew you. So that really is weird. That is Making crazy, Making that yeah. show. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Your birthdays were all early. Was it October or November? October 15th, yeah. October. Um, so, you, okay, so yours is coming up. So you're going to be the 26th coming up. Is that right? Yeah, I'm gonna be 26. All right, so we're getting closer to that than maybe even you. Yeah, realize. you're September sixth. Sixth. Yeah. Goodness, yeah. I'm gonna be 41 though. Can yeah, you believe yeah. that? Because you're exactly 15 years older than me. Can I remember you, that. But yeah. can you believe that? No. Man, <laughs> that's crazy. The funny thing though, I didn't think when I was a kid. My dad died when I was 18 and stuff. For some reason, I didn't think I was gonna live past 26. So I'm 41. I'm like, I've already won. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this is all like amazing. You know, borrowed time. Make, yeah, the, make the most of it. Now. Make the most of it. Yeah, <laughs> but we all are, whether you realize it or not. We all. Oh, absolutely. Are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ah, whatever. Story for another day. Yeah. Love we're getting, you. We're getting to do this right now. Like, wait, come on. This is, it. <laughs> this is awesome. It's right? all that yeah. And this is your first official talk show. You've done a million interviews and stuff. Yeah. Like, this is going to be my like... one now. <laughs> like, you know, like I feel like I feel like when when people get really famous, don't they have like a show that they choose to go on? Right. Yeah. Like that, like like, like a Letterman or always a, Letterman or Leno. He's like he's like I can always go to Letterman because I you know is like his guy. Yeah, that's so funny. All right, so I gotta get your... famous like ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we love everybody. We are back tomorrow with uh, Stacy Ackman and oh, Bum Brush with Greatness. That's right, Bum Brush with Greatness. Oh, good. We'll have to explain that tomorrow. All right, we love everybody, and we will see you then. Bye bye. <laughs>